Hi everyone, this is Shruti and Yana, and we're the interns for Notre Dame's Career and Life Success Program, welcoming you back to CareerCast. The future is lifelong learning. Join us as we talk to today's most forward-thinking professionals to hear about the creative, entrepreneurial, and cutting-edge work they're doing, and tips for how to thrive in a time of change and lifelong learning opportunities. Hi everyone, today we're excited to welcome Nicole Connell to our podcast. Nicole is an educational therapist and designs unique, personalized educational experiences and support programs for children who learn best outside of the box. She's also a mentor for preteen and teen girls and the creator of Girls Shine Bright Leadership Circles. At its core, she supports children and teens in being seen for who they are, honored for their uniqueness and supported in their growth. She received her bachelor's degree in human development from UC Davis. After finishing her undergraduate degree, she decided on getting a master's degree in education from Holy Names University. She worked at learning clinics before opening up her own business four years ago. In her free time, she loves to go on retreats and road trips. She also loves to dance, does restorative yoga, and teaches Chloe. Welcome to CareerCast, Nicole. Um, Since you are a recent graduate from Notre Dame, can you start off by sharing your class year, your mascot, and telling us just a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do? Sure. So I don't know if I'm necessarily a recent graduate. I graduated in 2005, which feels like a really long time ago. Um, and I believe our class mascot were the, we were the blue and purple comets. Um, yes. And <laughs> um, our, my favorite, I think our theme senior year was Cometraz where we did gym decorations where um, we, yeah, we basically depicted uh, the gym as Alcatraz. Um, and that was kind of fun. <laughs> so I have one memory of Spirit Week. Um, and what I'm up to now is I get to support um, kids and teens and, and just really see their gifts and 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 watch them grow and, and support them in the ways that I can. Yeah. Well, um, I think getting deeper into what you do, um, how does your career help address contemporary issues and real world real world problems? Wow. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, there's a lot of real world problems, <laughs> and um, I, my intention is for my work um, is is to meet some of them, the ones that I can, and and one is that school doesn't really meet the needs um, of a, a pretty big population of kids, uh, right? Like kids who struggle with reading, writing, math, all different subjects, maybe they have been diagnosed with dyslexia or ADHD and school just um, is, is really rough. And from a young age, they get messages that they're not measuring up to the standards. Um, and that really affects a lot of kids' self-esteem, which is really heartbreaking because everyone I've worked with, I've just seen such unique gifts and talents and things to contribute. And when I look at a big level on on society in the world is I think we need a different type of thinking and we, we don't need just more of the standard thinking. We, we need these different um, ways of seeing things and these different ideas. So that's one way um, that I help 
a current world problem. Um, another problem I see is, you know, just an imbalance of, of power and who's in leadership, right? We still have a large, large number of, of, of men versus women in um, important leadership positions. So through my girls' work, I try to create environments where girls can see themselves as leaders from a really young age in a different model of leadership than they typically see um, in the media and in the news. Yeah, definitely. Um, you kind of mentioned earlier how you've been working on a project called the Girls Shine Bright Wisdom Series. Um, so we are wondering if you could talk a little bit about what that is and how it can benefit girls our age and younger. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for asking. Um, it is a series that is near and dear to my heart. I've been thinking of it for a while and it just took a pandemic for me to actually get around to doing it. Um, what I see missing in, in our culture, and I know I've experienced is like this intergenerational wisdom transmission. Um, we don't get to learn from other age groups. I think as much as we used to when we were more in a, like a village setting. And there are so many things that I learned outside of school, especially after I graduated from older women, but also younger women too. Um, each age has a lot definitely to contribute. And so I asked a bunch of women that I looked up to and I view as mentors to see if they wanted to contribute and share some of their wisdom and their expertise um, with girls. And all of the women who said, yes, they have their own businesses, they're very entrepreneurial, they've really created their own work in the world, and it's really benefited my life. So I'm happy to pass it down um, to girls who are interested. And it's just a free video series, um, and I can share the, the link later. And Yana has been such a super great big help <laughs> with it. I am so, so appreciative for Yana's help um, with all the behind the scenes. Um, yeah, so I invite any girls who want to check it out. It's free, um, and you can see if it resonates or not. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Sounds like a really cool um, video series. Um, our next question is about common myths in your profession. So what's one common myth about your profession or field that you want to debunk? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if it's so much of a myth that's coming to mind, but a misperception. Okay. Um, and I think a misperception um, in the field of educational therapy specifically um, has to do with just like the languaging and the way we view um, the kids that receive educational therapy. Like the words that are used are really intense words like remediation. And um, if you look at the, the etymology of, of even the diagnoses, like attention deficit hyperactive disorder and dysgraphia, they're so based on what they can't do. And it, it, the language is just really negative. So I think this, this, this thing that I wanna debunk is that we don't need to make these kids like the other kids. Like the goal isn't to, to make them perfect at reading and perfect at spelling. I think the goal really needs to be to bring out their unique brilliance and who they are and help them in their areas of struggle um, and also recognize what they're good at. So in, in my profession, I think I see an emphasis on focusing on what they're not doing and how to get them to perform like the other kids. And I think the emphasis really needs to be on, well, who are they and what do they have to contribute and how can we help them shine and how can we adapt our you know, environmental educational environments to help them flourish. 
Yeah, um, and I think since you work with a lot of students and our audience is a lot of students, um, what they're curious to know, what is one skill that you use every day in your career that you did not learn at school? Hmm. Okay, what's coming today? There's a lot of skills um, that I definitely use, but the one that's coming today is is stress reduction and like regulating my nervous system. <laughs> um, because I work, uh, I work. You know, it can be intense sometimes working with with kids. Um, I love it, and, and there's also intensity because they've been in a system all, all, all day that's not really designed for them and they have a lot of pent-up energy so the ability for me to stay in my center so I can be calm and show up um it was really helpful and that comes from like a regular practice not just in the moment of a regular practice of helping me find my center through yoga or dance or meditation so I have that so then when those kind of intense moments come I can come back to myself yeah, I think self-reflection is something that, like, I've been trying to work on, too, just with everything happening. It's always nice to, like, step back and reflect on everything. Um, so for our next question, we're going to take you back to your high school days. Um, and if you could turn back time, is there any advice that you would give to your 17, 18-year-old self? Oh, yes. Like, a book, a book's <laughs> worth of it, for sure. Um, but the two <laughs> things I think I'll share is, one, is pressure of being really mindful of the pressure I'm putting on myself and recognizing that although, you know, being in an intense academic environment, um, there is pressure from, from the outside. A big part of what I could be in control of is the pressure I put on myself. And I put an intense amount of pressure to perform and get A's. And I don't think that was necessarily healthy and, and served me in the best in the long run. Even though I got lots of certificates, <laughs> um, I, I developed some kind of unhealthy pad, habits around production and getting things done and like not listening to my body and not listening to myself, but just getting things done and performing. Um, so I would invite my younger self to take a breather and take some pressure off. And if I don't, if I didn't get all A's, like I, I could still be doing the profession I'm doing now if I didn't get all A's. Like those A's, I guess, did get me into like an honors program in college and, and the APs helped me not have to take classes, but I could be exactly where I am, even if I got B's or if I re- even if I received a C, which I, I never did. Um, but that pressure piece is really big. Um, the other thing I would offer to my 17, 18-year-old self is that the path is nonlinear. Like in school, the path is very linear. Show up, turn work in, get a good grade, like go to college. Like it's like the path was laid out for me. Like, it, you know, I needed to go to college. That was just going to happen. Um, and I followed that and I did it so well and I did it so perfectly with the good grades and everything um, that it it was really kind of a wake up call when I saw that 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 following that path didn't lead in a linear way. And there were twists and curves down the road that I couldn't anticipate and that working hard and getting good grades couldn't really help me with. But even those those difficult, dark, difficult, hard times um, were hard 
they have led me to where I am now and I'm able to be more empathetic with the students I'm serving. So letting, I guess, just letting the path unfold and, and, and just trusting it. And it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not going to turn out how you think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. um, that's great advice. Um, kind of going off of that, we were just wondering um, what are like the best resources that you've used maybe since graduating high school or even college that have helped you in your career path that have helped you like land where you are today? Okay, I'm, I'm going to answer this one unconventionally. Um, I'm going to go with the best resources, my inner knowing. It's not a book. It's not a TV. It's not like it's not, you know, it's just, it's nothing outside of myself. It's trusting myself and what lights me up and where I'm kind of guided to and trusting my inner yes and my inner no. Um, there's actually a, a, a video in the Girls Wisdom series about this, of, about um, <laughs> your inner knowing. And uh, it, that video really helped me just as a refresh of like, for me, at least the answers aren't outside of myself. It's, it's about trusting within. And I guess bouncing off of that, um, I had to look behind the scenes since I'm also an intern for Nicole. Um, one of the videos was about inner knowing and not only did that, help viewers but also help me because you know it's like I have to like watch the video edit it just like make it like write about it so just like knowing about your inner knowing is just having this understanding like between like yourself and all the different parts of you like your body like your mind what you want to do and having like that collective knowing that that's like the right thing to or not the right thing but the right thing for you to do and yeah so definitely that's like a really good resource because sometimes you might want to do something that your mind tells you to do but the rest of you does not want you to do it so yeah definitely just like bouncing off of that that was definitely really helpful to watch um and I encourage everyone else who's listening to watch the series the Girl Shine Bright Wisdom series um and as, as an entrepreneur what would you say that the hardest part about like having your own business would be? Yeah, I think the hardest part is that I have to be all the different roles. Like if you work in a company, you can, you might just be an accountant or you might just be, you know, the secretary or the legal department. But when you have your own business and you work for yourself, you're doing all parts. So luckily I come from accountants. And uh, I really like Excel spreadsheets. So I'm really good at keeping track of my finances and my business and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I love working with kids. The, I think the hardest part is the, the marketing and the promoting. Like I just wish I could just show up and lead the girls leadership circle or just show <laughs> up and do this and not have to do everything else. But because it's me, I do everything else. And then there's this tricky balance of when you decide to um, hire other people, which that can also be challenging of managing and hiring other people um, and, and just keeping it you. So a lot of, a lot of decisions as an entrepreneur and a business owner, for sure. Um, so kind of transitioning to a positive note, what does fulfillment mean to you and what makes you feel fulfilled in the work that you do? Mm, to me, fulfillment means, I think, being on purpose. Or like there's this concept that I really like and I'm probably not explaining it very well, but this concept of Dharma of like kind of like there's this like this work that is just kind of like your your 
soul work, your world, your work in the world. And I feel like when I'm in alignment with that, I feel very fulfilled and I feel lucky that I know that mine is really around supporting kids. That's something that really just brightens my day. And whether it's a little one um, or a teenager, it just, yeah, it just really lights me up. Um, and also finding fulfillment in outside of work and um, things that bring me joy. And it's kind of like this feeling in my body, kind of similar to the inner knowing of like this feeling of like excitement and like, oh, I'm so so lit up. Um, to me, that's what fulfillment means. The goal of our podcast is to encourage lifelong learning. And we just want to know how are you a lifelong learner? And what do you do in your day to day life to continue learning? Yeah, so I, I believe that just as human beings, we are lifelong learners. Like to me, life is really learning. I think even if I tried not to learn one day and like didn't read a book, like I would learn through my interaction with the butterfly or with the child or with the difficult conversation that I don't want to have. Um, so I think, yeah, just learning is, is all around me. Um, and how I bring it in is um, it's funny because I used to be so good at school and I used to read all the time and, um, and I got good grades and I did the academic route. And now I think my learning is much more experiential and is much more going to new places and meeting new people, meeting new people who think differently than me um, and seeing things through a different lens um, is, is a little more interesting to me at this point in my life. But maybe the books will come back. I actually I am reading one book slowly that is interesting to me. It's called um, I have it right here. It's the Little Book of Restorative Justice and Education, um, and I am finding that very interesting. Um, so just like I think the theme of this podcast has kind of just been your work with young girls and young women. And so as a mentor for girls, what is something that you want teen girls to know that could help them in this time of self development? Ooh, that's such a good question. One thing. Okay. Let's see. Um, to trust yourself and to trust your individuality and to trust that your path will be different than everyone else's path. And that's okay. Um, and, and we need it. Like, yeah, it's more than okay. It's like, we actually need your unique path. So just in inviting letting go some of the comparison that I know that I was locked into a lot in my teenage 20. I mean, still, you know, <laughs> but really my teenage years of comparing, like, I wish I could just fit the mold and I wish I could just do this. And like, there is no mold. Um, and just really inviting you to, to step into your authenticity and, and honor your divergent path wherever it takes you. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, advice to close out our episode for today but um, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us maybe a final message comments any questions closing remarks <laughs> um no actually I'm just so grateful that you all are doing this because uh, I have no shortage of ideas <laughs> I have like a hundred ideas and I just haven't done a lot of them and one has been um teen teen girls interviewing different people in different professions. So I was so thrilled when I got an invitation to this. I was like, oh, this is something that I've wanted to see in the world. So I'm <laughs> so grateful for, for you two um, for putting this together and being such wonderful guides and interview S's.
Maria, thank you yeah. for joining us. Um, it means a lot just to have um, different people, like you were talking about, like how there's like so many people with different thinking, different pathways. So it's definitely helpful, I think, for students to hear from, you know, all these different people who are also alums. So they've gone through like the same high school step. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of CareerCast. Additionally, we are so happy to have Nicole join us today and to have her as a partner with Notre Dame. She offers internships for Notre Dame students where one of our very own participates in. Be sure to check out her services at NicoleConnell.com. Stay tuned for our next episode, CareerCast 